Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Nunchuck skills, bow hunting skills... Girls only want boyfriends who have great skills. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. Somehow I got picked to be on the sweaty back episode. I love working class bullhunter podcast. It's really, really not that good. Episode 41. Uh, I promise I won't say that. This is some behind-the-scenes stuff, but we are super <laughs> duper duper happy here. We are the only podcast here in Mercer County that we have not used our have had our voices outsourced to another country. We keep it here in America, and we are the working class bow hunter coming to you from 1600 Buckslayer Place, right here, Sherrard, Illinois, USA, zip code, I forget what. There will be no refugees on our podcast. No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. It. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't like them. We don't like them refugees. Yeah, because uh, now apparently, <laughs> if uh, you know you uh, don't want to take on a problem that you can't afford, uh, you're a racist. Uh, so that's well, a, welcome to the working class political yeah. podcast. Good lord, how did it get to this? Uh, we're a bow hunting podcast, and if in case anyone forgot or I, I don't forgot. know, maybe it's the first time listening. Welcome. Yeah, welcome. Sorry about that. My first time being on. Ever. Um, so, it's, if you've never listened before, this is Kurt talking, one of the hosts. And this is your boy, Steve. El Stevo, The one they call Steve. I mean, I got like 16 nicknames. Steve's the main one. Yeah, we just call him Steve. This is this is D-Rock. No. In the corner. No. Eric goes before D-Rock. 
Yeah, it's E-Rock before tra- D-Rock. Is, is he trying to skip over no, me no. right now? Yeah. D before E. I don't think so, Tim. Not in our alphabet. Except after C. That's I before Oh. E. <laughs> I, yeah, same yeah, thing. Whatever. I didn't do good in school. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, it, if we're feel if it sounds like we're a little odd today, it's uh, it's almost like a like a bittersweet end. Uh, it's almost, it's a it's a uh, it's a divide of our bow season here in it's Illinois. It's a vacation. It, it's a the all star break right now for baseball fans out there. So yeah, we're in Illinois. Tomorrow is the opening day of the first Illinois firearm season, and we're on episode forty one. Did you say that? I did. Okay. Did. Tomorrow is opening day, Illinois first firearm season. For us, for bow, for guys that are diehard bow hunters and would rather bow hunt than gun hunt, it's kind of a bummer because in Illinois you can't bow hunt during firearm season. Not even if you were in Blaze. Would you want to? Yes, I would because where I certain places I would want cer- to. certain places you can't public uh, public hunting ground. Not so much. No. Yeah, there's just something about sitting in a tree when a bunch of lead is flying. I don't know. It's just weird to me. Like you're you're off your game. You're well, just... the thing is, it's like it kind of takes your hunting season and just basically throws a big stick in the spokes because, or a big slug. Unless in the you're chest. from Iowa, the deer are, are not the same after no. firearm season, and unless you have like a private farm with a bunch of acreage where they don't feel the pressure from everyone else. So it's kind of a bummer. I don't mind. I, I enjoy gun hunting, but. I wouldn't be sad if they canceled the Illinois firearm season altogether. <laughs> I don't get into it anymore <laughs> like I do bow yeah. hunting. And I know, you know a lot of guys like to bow hunt and gun hunt, so nothing against you, but... Well, but then think about it. You know, those uh, big-time you know, Chicago lawyers wouldn't pay their, you know, one-time tag and come down and... This is true. You know, they'd lose all that... Right, but you know, at the same time, you know, we've had this discussion before. Not to, I would rather have it than not have it at all. I guess you know, but I don't know. You know, it's like how how big could deer get if if gun season wasn't a thing? You know, but then again, I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of people anymore that they can only gun hunt. Well, you know? they look like true. moose after a while. Yeah. Well, my in my opinion, I think that Illinois should model their firearm season after uh, Iowa because ours starts the first weekend in December. That's your first firearm season first of the season, year. Yes, and then it closes, and then is it a week long or a weekend? Weekend. Okay. And then second season is starts the following weekend through the next weekend all week. Gotcha. But, but the first the first season is like a Thursday through Monday or. See, I like that like though that. because it's not the deer are still rutting. I mean, as far as yeah. Facebook's concerned, um, <laughs> so you know what I mean. They're like. Uh, this week is supposed to be a good week. It's supposed to snow really heavily, apparently. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. So, I don't know. Good thing I don't have to go anywhere. Good luck, yeah. gun hunters. Be safe. Don't shoot anybody. I actually <laughs> might I actually might good take advice, a trip. Kurt. I might take a trip through my hunting property because I know the neighbor that's sitting on that tree stand on the line is going to be there. So, I might be like, hey, shoot any deer yet on my side? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should go in there and tell him you're like goose hunt or something and just... Just set out a bunch of decoys. Yeah, no, just, dude, start just, go coo- just go coyote hunting. Just start calling in yotes. I do. I do have a firearm tag, but you don't want to be that guy, though. No, I don't want to ruin his hunt. Well, no. when he's hunting on your property, I'm not. I will sneak up there and see, though, if 
you know where he's at. Because my dad said a couple of years ago he Should pulled we do up some special ops stuff this weekend. No, because we'll get shot if you're scurrying around in a bush or something. <laughs> but <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> my dad like said he pulled up in that field one one year, and the guy was standing on our side of the fence right next to his stand. So I don't know what he was doing. Maybe he's taking a leak. Well. If you're going to do it, do it on someone else's property, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. right next to your stand. Yeah. <laughs> like Trevor was telling us the other day, we were talking about this. He said one of the property, I don't know, when he was young, the neighbors put hung a ladder stand. On one side of the fence was their ladder on their side of the property, oh, but the actual it. stand was in a tree on the other side of the fence. <laughs> and I guess it was like the only tree in that area for that spot. So he's like, Technically, that is on my property. Even though the base of your ladder is on your property, the stand's <laughs> on mine. So they said they just took it and laid it down, just basically say, hey, no, that's not going to happen. So, oh, But then they trespassed on his property to get it down. What I would have No, he, is... they climbed the tree and unstrapped it from the top. They clumbed it. Oh, they just dropped it down? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'd have taken a sawzall and gone right up at the uh, right at the base of the fence or at the top of the fence and near him. No, you don't want to do dirty. What, what is it? What What are you going to do? Come back on my property? Do we have a sponsor for the show this week? Yeah, we do. I think we Who do. Is it? You know what? Our sponsor. Maybe. Yeah. You know what? Maybe we shouldn't plug him this week because uh, he's probably not going to need any more business after this weekend. No, he's not. He's already over a thousand deer, I think, for the year. <laughs> I mean, I think he passed that a long time ago. Thousand. I don't think I he's did. up to that, is he? When I when I dropped my deer I off, think. he said they were close to a three hundred, but Huh? Yeah. No. He's way past that, I'm sure of it. And that's probably what he told you. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure I'm, during I'm, gun season though it goes. No, me. I'm pretty sure he's up there. He's busy. Let's call him. We should call him. Uh, anyway, we're talking about Scott Smith. Yeah, yeah, that's who we're talking about. Yeah, just Where's to let at? you know, Smith's Custom... Uh, yeah, we're sitting there. T- we forgot what people See? listen to this. Oh, yeah, Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing. He's right there in Viola for our uh, local listeners. He will be busy this weekend. If Look you drive through Viola, you can't miss it. It's a big sign on the side of the road. Yeah, and... Right <laughs> off 67, if you guys know where Viola is. Yeah, that is the <laughs> only road that really runs right through the middle of Viola. <laughs> yeah, dude, you guys the might see Luke Bryan road. hunting, too, maybe. Oh. He, he's in town, I guess. Is he gun hunt here? I don't think so. For everyone that, that, that's not from our area, Luke Bryan hunts about fifteen min- ten minutes from the Buckatorium Studio here in Sheerard. He probably, yeah. I think he's got fifteen million acres since everyone you talk to hunts <laughs> right next to him. Yeah, that seems that way. Yeah, like <laughs> like I said last week, you know when the ruts on when Luke Bryan's in town, the people call him. Is that how you? Hey know? man, is that how hey you know? know? Yeah, hey man, deer moving. Probably, I guarantee it. I'm Bring- sure he has someone managing the property. Bring the tour he doesn't out. own it, does no. he? Just leases it. Yeah. See, yeah. that's not what I heard, but that's for another discussion. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, let's call Luke Bryan. Let's get to the bottom yeah, of this. Let's, let's get him, him in for a podcast. Yeah. yeah what if right. people actually thought he was on the line? Oh my god, they got it. No, go no, knock no, on no, his. Go get... knock on his tour bus. Hey, you want to come over? Yeah, sure, man. You want to hang out <laughs> with some real rednecks? <laughs> What's up? You ever drink Bush Light before? <laughs> I almost <laughs> cussed just now, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Uh, Insert imagination word after you ever drink bush light before yet. Hussy. <laughs> All right. Oh Good Lord. All right. Moving on. Uh, Smith's <laughs> custom uh, process. Check them out online. Here in West, uh, mid- Best plug for a sponsor <laughs> ever in the history of sponsorship. Dude, the plug. guy's been so good to us is the problem. And here we go. We're talking about. Beating up Luke Bryan. And people we've never met. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about people we've never met. And and, and poor, poor him. But take your deer to him. Um, 
I mean, I guess I could say he probably won't need the business because he's going to get it this weekend. But all of us in the Bucketorium studio right now have a deer at a, that has been through Smith's except for yeah. Buckless Steve. Deerless Steve. Deerless Steve. Uh, now, since we're gonna this year, gonna buck this year. Since we're gonna share some some stories of what we've seen in the woods, um, I am uh, very excited to tell you guys what I uh, what I saw. Okay, I saw the light this weekend. Did I really, yeah, I saw, I saw the light. I was. Um, Did you trip over stick? I got. I, I, I just couldn't wake up. I don't know what it was. I mean, it could have been due to just stress, the amount of booze I drank on Friday night. I just couldn't wake up. And uh, I got up early and just couldn't make it to the stand safely. So, safely. woke up around 11 a.m. 11? Oh, boy. Yeah. I, I was Motivated. A, hit I, was hit a, I was hit pretty rough, but um, knew I was going to go out. The reason why yeah. Steve has not killed a deer this year. And uh, see, I get out in the afternoon, you know, start walking to the stand and I, I, I'm walking out and I notice that there's a, uh, looks like a whole evergreen trees down. I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. I'm looking around for it. I don't see where it is. It's like completely snapped off. I'm like looking all around. Finally, I find, look up in the tree, like three trees over. This thing's about 35 feet long. So, I mean, it's. It's a heavy, heavy chunk. I mean, it's it's thick. So was I'm it like, a beaver? Uh, not climbing that high up. Oh, okay. Just so asking. just asking. So I'm just like, all right, you know, no big deal, whatever. I, I guess I was like, oh, I guess we did have uh, have a little bit of little bit of wind. As I start walking in, I start noticing something. I'm walking down, and I'm just it just kind of you know you get so used to the woods that you're in, like you know as well as I do. The more time you spend out in the woods, the more you just like, yeah, I know that tree right there. <laughs> Do you want to wake up, Kurt, and let me finish my story? Well, well is it 11? Is it time to go hunting? <laughs> Sorry, I just got bored <laughs> with where that story I'll was. Get out of here. All right, there, let me, let me make a short, <laughs> let me make a, a, a short story in my eyes. Uh, I get out there, and uh, I notice that there is no longer a tree line where there used to be a tree line. <laughs> <laughs> so Mother Nature did some hinge cutting for Steve. Yeah, no, it's uh, it might it's, help you out. Like we were saying, no, I, I gotta say, if you live in the Midwest, you know how windy it's been this past two weeks, right? Because I I was like in a, a tornado all day week. long. When they said that tornado, there was a confirmed tornado in the Geneseo area, yeah, like an F one or something. Uh, I will show you exactly where it actually touched down. Your property, yeah, <laughs> it was right there. It's. I mean, you know, I've, I was showing the guys pictures in here, and uh, it just doesn't really do it justice. Like, it looks know. like someone really went through your property and did hinge cutting. And if you're not familiar with what hinge cutting is, just to basically tell you, like, real quick what it is without getting detailed, it's like basically cutting trees, like, halfway through at chest height and splitting them over, and they kind of, like, lay over each other, kind of like a... Almost like a little a short canopy, and the deer go in there and they bed. It's like a sanctuary. So you remember last week when we were talking about the woods are going to do something magical for Steve? That when, was it. Yeah, you remember when it was like, you know, the deer are going to be waiting for me and escort me to the stand. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mother Nature really no, wants. Is to... that they were so spooked they came full circle and just realized you weren't a threat? <laughs> <laughs> now they're playing truth or dare. I think Mother Nature blew them out of there. That's no, actually, you know what? Funny enough, uh, I did see uh, he's a younger buck. He ended up popping up on on uh, camera at six thirty seven p.m. 
It's too late. I, I was like, hmm, yeah, he's right at dark. So He's got you patterned. Yep. I was like, uh, all right. He's got you figured out, but you don't have him figured out. Oh, he that's, that's just what he thinks. <laughs> Pretty common, actually. Um, but, yeah, no, I, um, I put the Mohican sneak on the dough this weekend, too. And it failed. It failed pretty miserably. Not like, because I was walking to the stand and I heard some take off. I'm like, oh, I, I was like, great. Where I, I can't remember where I was. I got a text from you <laughs> and my, burr, burr, my phone vibrates. I look, Stevie Mo. Okay, what's up, Steve? Hey, man, can you teach me how to Mohican sneak? <laughs> <laughs> Kurt just sends back, yeah. <laughs> I, it was it was the weirdest thing. Like, I'm walking down. And like you know, I, I I'm going a different way because I'm like, well, I can't walk over there where all these pine trees are because I'm not climbing over that. Yeah, okay. Why would you not, do that? Hey, you it, go I, under it. No, I need I need least effort possible. <laughs> Take the path of least <laughs> resistance. Yeah, so that's exactly what I did, and sure enough, I, 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 I spooked spooked this doe, and she took off, and I didn't know it was a doe until I'm walking around, and then there's a, in a in a clearing, I see this. It looked like a squirrel to me, you know, because I was just, like, kind of walking, and I, I look up, and I look up again, and I'm like, oh, that's a deer. Weird. <laughs> you know, weird for this property. <laughs> so so I'm, like, trying to put the sneak on, and I'm trying to figure out where she's probably going to come. So I'm like, I, my big body trying to sneak around these leaves is not working. So I'm just like. You should take your shoes off. I thought about it, but. That would have made it worse. Yeah, that. <laughs> that stench probably would have. That stench probably would have tapped the deer on the back of the head like it. It, it, it turns into that vapor and then turns into a hand taps the deer on the back of the head and then goes Boats in her in nostrils. Eyes, like the three yeah. <laughs> I did have a lot of trees fall down on my property. I uh, I hunted down in the stand we call the bottom. It's like a finger, and I'm up in the stand and there's like dead, like three quarter of the way dead falling over finger. oak trees, and I'm like, oh god. I'm one of these just gonna fall and just smash me, and uh, it was scary. So yeah. I've seen pictures of people's tree stands strapped to the tree that fell over. See, that's spooky. Like, it is spooky. Yeah, it's funny. One of the there's a tree that I I was like, I want to hang a stand right here, and I, I remember marking it. I'm like, I'll come back for this one, and I remember like specifically looking over and where I wanted to hang the stand that like a branch would have fallen and just. <laughs> it's straight out. We well, have, it's a, it's a stand for me, so it probably would have held the weight of a branch. We have a tree like that. Kurt's seen the picture of a deer, and in the background, there's a tree laying over, and the ladder stand's still attached to the tree. To the tree. Um, hey, before we uh, get into our main story, story, what's that brand like? Hawk tree stands? Is that what it is? Hawk. Yeah. Yep. Is it H A W K? Yeah. Is there a hockey? E like Hawk Harrelson. No, I thought it was Hawk Tree Stands. That doesn't sound right. I don't know what you're trying to think of. Yeah, they make the they make the optics too, right? Mm, I make a bunch. I know of the stuff. Hawk brand makes like the. Yeah, uh, I'll, go, I'll Google it. Real yeah, quick. Google like it. the bow hangers and stuff. Yep, yeah. yep. It's the same brand. Is it Hawk or Hockey? Oh, is it Hawk. that? Cr- you're not talking about the H A W K. It's 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 H A W K. Yeah, hump from above. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they. Uh, I saw they had a. Where's it at? They had a recall. Oh, there it is, right there. Recall notice. Razor down a little bit. Down. Go down. Go down. Right there. Oh, right here. Razor climbing sticks um, on these hawk. Oh, 20 inch long, the 32 inch long. 
man, it's just the the regular yeah, 20 and 32 inch long climbing sticks. Um I don't know what was happening. Um for 2014 and 2015 model year. So if you have those, do they have a failure or what's going on with them? Uh, it's not saying. Um, oh, affecting f- the folding footsteps to the manufacturer for a replacement kit. So they must have been given out. So it has on here. Well, go buy them up and send them in. Yeah. Make so, them set for free. Yeah, be careful if you have those because I know it's a. I'm gonna actually copy that. I love the Hawk products, so I use all the Hawk stuff for my uh, bow hangers. But I figured that was a uh, important thing to kind of point out. Well, um, Gene and I had bought those big dog hang on stands from Menards, you know? mm-hmm. the thirty dollars ones. <clears throat> yeah, and then we bought the it was like forty five buck sticks, the mm-hmm. hang on sticks, and he had taken them out there and put it up, and then half of it. Like lean back or bent in the middle. Yeah, it actually of the broke sections. Yeah. Whoa! It was the ones that slide in together. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. then you bolt them together. They so, bent out. So he, he was he was putting put it up in the where the tubes slide together. It, the whole pipe bent. I oh, see that might be how you were doing it. I know they have the bolt hole where you can put your bolts in there. Yeah. How I hang those because I the buck I killed this year I hung out with one of those. I got at Menards, but there are it was twenty five dollars on sale at the end of the year. Oh, really? um, I put the first one on. You do it, it by in, section, and then yeah, I climb in the tree yep. and put the next one on, and then tighten it, and then put the next. I, that's how. That's I, how I've always done them too. Yeah, and I don't you, even put the bolts in them. Yeah, I don't either. I it's think, solid too. Yeah, I think he hung it like you would hang a ladder stand, where you bolted them all uh, together. And then yeah, I don't know if you're. That might have been too to, much weight in the air. I don't are you know. supposed to do it like that anyway? I don't know. I've never. I've always climbed. I don't read instructions. I don't either. That might be part of our problem. But my favorite. Before we get into our main story, I love for the price, and I you know I love a good lone wolf stick. I love a good muddy um, tree stand stick. And when I say stick, I'm talking like the 30 inch sections. You take three or four of them with you, and I like them because you can move them around branches or whatever around a, a curve in a tree. Um, I get the River's Edge ones. Um, you'll find them at like Farm and Fleet or Gander Mountain or Dick Sporting Goods on sale sometimes for like 15 else. bucks a piece. I buy four of them and they're solid. It's all one piece yep. steel with a uh, like grip tape on it. And you got the steps it. on both sides. Like yep. the lone wolves, you got only a step on it either folds side. each way. Yep. And they're not that heavy and they're solid. When you when you get those in, step on them and it just digs into the tree. Yep. So that's what I like. I'm actually going to be hanging some stands here. Oh yeah. All right. We have a giveaway. We did a. Um, we did a guess on Trevor shot a really nice ten pointer. Um, that was last week's episode. Well, last week's episode, we talked about it. We put some pictures up, and we told people to guess the score, the gross score. And we had lots of guesses, ranging from 130 to 171, I think was the highest guess. So that just goes to show you the uh, the dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> um, the deer, and we, we asked for the gross score. We didn't go net. Um, maybe next time we do, we'll do closest one gross and net. Um, but. Our winner was from Instagram. Um, his name actually his actual name is not on Instagram, <laughs> but his username is tcoff thirty four. Um, he guessed one fifty two. It, it went one fifty two and four eighths. <laughs> Everyone else was really close, right in there. So if he listens, you know, message us. Um, you got a free koozie coming your way. 
Yep, Nick McAdams, our buddy that won the peep in it, that peeps on its way, and Steve Steve did sign it. <laughs> um, he guessed one fifty five. There were some one forty seven, some one forty fives in there. One fifty nine, one forty two, one fifty two, one thirty eight, one fifty one. Ricky Warren eleven guessed that. He's close. Um, our buddy Racks and Beards. He uh, he's on our social media on our Instagram quite a bit. He guessed uh, one forty eight. So. So yeah, Tikoff thirty four. Isn't that the dude who hunted down in Guam? Yeah, I think Rex so. Bear, yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know if it was Guam, but somewhere. I mean, it was somewhere on a military. Like he was on a mil. He's a military man, right? Yeah, it was somewhere not in, uh, you know, not okay. in Mercer County. We'll <laughs> just put it that way. So thanks, guys, for blowing up our Instagram and social media stuff. See, and we're and we're super excited. I mean, you know, this is, we don't need to tell all you guys here, and, I, and I'll take a moment to do this. I mean. You guys that are listening, uh, you know, it just it tickles us to death every day that, you know, we got all these people that listen and, you know, people get the inside jokes and stuff. And not that I need to tell you guys, but obviously you know that you are some of the most intelligent, you know, you're just so in tune with what's going on in the world. That's why you tune in to listen to us every week. I mean, I don't need to tell you guys this. You guys know how smart you are, but we're super happy that, you know, you can come be enlightened with us and. Drink our Kool Aid, so yeah. I just, I just want to get out there. I don't think we thank everybody that listens to listen to the show enough. And you kind of uh, get to be a part of our inside jokes. You know, you get to you get to be a part of our jokes and our yeah. and our fun and our shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, and our buffoonery. And then if you live close by, a couple times a summer we get to all get together and go shoot mm-hmm. bows. Um, and we usually just end up getting uh, drunk after that. So I mean, you know. So, a couple weeks ago, D Rock. See, so that's not his name. It's too close to E-Rock. It's Dirk I, now. Dirk. Dirk. Dirk Kaleberg. Dirk Kick King. Close the deal on your first buck with a bow. Yep. And what a pretty, pretty nice deer to start off on that. I thought you were going to call him pretty. Uh, he was pretty, and I'm, I'm, I, I got to tell you this. Uh, you're going to go into the story, but I'm very, very ashamed in you in one thing. Let's hear it. Your buck was missing an eye, correct? Uh, he wasn't missing an eye. It was kind of injured. I want to start the story. During battle. <laughs> Fetty Buck was the agreement <laughs> that if anybody saw a deer missing. And um, uh, I, I wished his 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 score was <laughs> 173 and, and eighth. So an eighth where I want to start the story <laughs> is we were all hunting, I think, all at the same time, separate places obviously we were like texting hey you guys say anything yeah i'm telling Derek the whole time and you can get more into detail i just want i'm trying to tell it from my thing that like from my side so people can kind of grab that we're all sitting there and in the group text you're like hey just had a year and a half year old come by had a two and a half year old come in have this come in have have this come in i'm like hey dude today today's your day what comes after those bucks you know the bigger ones yep take it away yeah so going into that you know, we got this great area that Trevor and I got, and I knew there was big deer on it, so my first archery buck, I had shot does, button bucks before, but I wanted an actual, you know... Pope and Young quality. Right, trophy. I wanted to shoot a nice one. So I knew I would have to pass smaller deer to wait for the bigger one. I just didn't know it was going to happen that fast, but 
um, Friday, Trevor texted me that that message in the morning. So, <laughs> so I was all screwed up at work. I couldn't. This think. is the the day before you yep. shot your deer. Yep. When tre- the morning Trevor shot his. Trevor shot his on Friday. I shot mine on Saturday. <clears throat> so Friday at work, I was just I was out of it, and so I'm texting the wife like, "Well, tomorrow's the day. I'm gonna sit all day. Finally, gonna sit all day and just put in." put in hours you know mm-hmm. everybody seemed to be shooting theirs in the morning so i thought it was gonna happen in the morning but i didn't see anything in the morning uh an eight point that i had seen last monday i seen him wake up i saw his breath in the crp or whatever and so i'm like oh well. he just stood straight up yeah he stood up kind of did that wheeze thing i don't know i, I told you about it like monday that he kind of got up behind me and wheezed and Mm-hmm. So I heard that again, and I saw him stand up, and I saw his breath in the air. So I gave it to like uh, eight thirty or whatever. I texted Gene. I said, "Hey, Moon Man, what's a, what's a moon phase look like for movement? You know, Moon Man. Yeah, <laughs> Gene is the Moon Man. Gene is the Moon Man. <laughs> he's made a cheese. That guy loves his moon phases. So he's like, oh, it looks like oh eight thirty, nine o'clock, something like that at night." In the morning. Oh, I was like, it's a little dark by then. Depends <laughs> on how good your eyes are, buddy. They're going to start moving 8.30, 9 o'clock. All right. Well, it's like 8.30. Moon Man was way off. Yeah, way off. So What the it, heck, Gene? Give up on that moon stuff. <laughs> does he have an app, or does he just go out and smell uh, what the moon so, faces? He so, goes and smells the moon. I just figured he's got one with the moon, and he just goes out and has a combo with it. It's like, hey, yo. You know what I think? You know I think not to take away from your story, but I think Gene's what? into some like ancient Spiritual. Mayan, you know, praying to the moon. Like every every like blood moon, he like because t- you've ever seen the palm of his hand? No, no, no one's seen the palm of his hand. That's what I'm thinking. I think he goes and takes the. We're knife and literally cries. never with Gene and just yeah. puts his hand on his sundial. Yeah, so he could be doing this. So we've, we've never seen the palm of his hand and never seen his sundial. Oh, I'm going to say if he really did do this, then I would be more likely to believe him when he says, hey, the deer are going to move at 8, 39 o'clock because the moon tells me. Yeah, you know what? I bet he yeah. doesn't even do that. No. Dude, no, there is some belief. And, you he know, goes, we're, just, we're just giving our buddy Gene uh, <laughs> crap about that. But I, I do believe it, there is something to that. It's all from uh, com. I think that's where he is. When, when we have Gene in Sailor for an episode moon. in the future, com. we'll have him talk about his moon phase. Yeah, finish. we should. All right, but let's, 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 uh, let's get to the real issue here. All right, so I knew going in that the deer were moving back there way in the back. But I didn't want to walk in there in the morning because it was – frosty and crunchy and loud and i just didn't want to walk back there in the morning so fly your drone over and see what they're doing yeah well i don't like you're walking on arby's fries (laughs) so i sat in this uh further north stand just to see what would go on in the morning since everybody seemed to be shooting deer in the morning which didn't happen for me so sun gets up frost melts or whatever so i walk back there nice and quiet to the to Trevor's stand, actually, the stand that he set. I wish you were a weatherman. Let's <laughs> let the man talk. I'm sorry. The frost melts or whatever. We keep cutting them off here. All right. Let's, uh, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just getting into it. So I, I, I do the drag, the doe estrus drag. I check my camera on the way back there, whatever, taking my time. I'm sitting there, and then I keep getting texts from everybody saying, oh, so-and-so shot this deer this morning a mile away from you. 
your friend shot a deer that morning. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, what the heck? Yep. So everybody's shooting the deer, deer in the morning. There was morning. like a two, three-day span where everyone was shooting. Like, that's where the deer died. Yeah, in the mornings. Yep. There was some, like, midday. But anyway. So, so it's like 10 o'clock in the afternoon. Let the man talk. <laughs> and I, <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> so it's like 10 oh, o'clock in the, in the morning. No, man, I'm not mad. Oh, damn. Yeah, I, mean, I was trying to remember all this. It's like a blur, <laughs> man. It all, it all happened. Adrenaline rush. Yeah. yeah. So 10.30, I see a little spike stand up in the CRP and walk kind of towards me, and then he goes and beds down by the creek. Uh, I kept, I keep seeing this little bigger deer move at 11 o'clock, 11.30. I saw him move again back in this corner. About the same time? Yep. And then nothing happened from 11 to 3. Oof. Yeah, it was rough. Oof, oof. That makes a long day. <laughs> Did you even take a lunch up there with you? I did take a lunch. I had an apple. I had a spark, so I was all ready to go, man. You had your new Apple Six S Plus? No, 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 no. no not that. <laughs> all right, <laughs> like a like a Granny Smith, <laughs> like see, the fruit. You see, you got to do pink lady. What? I never eat that. Anyway, uh, anyway. So eleven to three, absolutely <laughs> eleven to three, nothing. I, I, uh, so you're hunting like I hunt every weekend. Yeah, nothing. but right when you're like, it starts getting three o'clock. You're kind of like, okay, now it's gonna. Yeah, it's so about, I, it's getting about go time. I like yeah. broke the golden rule. Cause it, it was getting really windy. I can't stand the wind. I can't stand the wind blowing oh, in my face. Uh-huh. I can't stand the sound of it. You know, it just drives me nuts. And for three hours, constant. It, so I put headphones in. <laughs> and, and and before I've before, never done that. Before I get crap for that, it's it's a wide open space. And so you. Get, I this mean, is true. You could I'm, get away with headphones. As I'm so stand. he was listening to Dixie Chicks' "Wide Open Spaces." <laughs> <laughs> Perfect tune. Perfect tune. I'm going to have to download that now. Okay. <laughs> That'll be your good luck song for that stand. <laughs> I'd probably go insane. Listen to that song. but On repeat? Hey, maybe you could call Luke Bryan and have him sing a little tune into your ear. Yeah, maybe have him hang a stand right next to me and just sing to me. No, Dude, your own personal concert in a tree stand. I'd say if we ever meet that guy, a stripper down. We'll we'll give one of our fans away a personal concert in a tree stand. Just you and Luke Bryan. Back to a, you and me. And one oh, of them my big. Jesus so tired. Oh, that hurt real bad. <laughs> God, pretty good, huh? Yeah, <laughs> wasn't a bad too. Pretty good. So I wouldn't good. try for America's Next Top Model, but you know, well, I could make it on pump, pop country radio, probably pretty easily. All you gotta do is sell out and wear tight jeans. That's anyway, right. back to the story. Back to the story. <laughs> Let's get to this. Quit cutting the guy off, man. Kurt. We got off topic again. Good That's what Lord. we do here. This well, is a really bad milk episode. This, this is the only thing we have to talk about this week. So yeah, fast forward. It's getting about that. No, time. I don't want to fast forward. I want you to tell me each and every minute between each eleven and, every and three. <laughs> Let's see. There, there's not really much that we no, okay. want. All right, so fast forward. So you start seeing some decent, like a two-year-old come in. Like you were listening to music. Yeah. I was listening to music. I had both headphones in, and I was like... Well, what were you actually listening to? It was some dubstep, man. That's my jam. <laughs> I, I could have guessed that if I would have yeah. thought about it a little bit. Anyway. How, do you, well, how, how do you sit and listen to dubstep sitting down? Just Yeah, I have I mean, to move. Like, does that get move. you pumped up, though? It does get you pumped up. It's a it's the right. beats per minute that keeps your heart racing. <laughs> I just want to start partying right in my tree stand if I was listening to that. Maybe I was. Nobody was there to, to witness. <laughs> it's where the deer were like, there's something moving up there, and Derek's just got his shirt off spinning glow sticks. <laughs> That's right. Oh, he's not going to shoot us. No way. 
Perfect camo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> true. Uh, I'm spinning my wicks in the air. Yeah. <laughs> I think 69 just... <laughs> That's right. No, it was golden asterisk that I used that day. But Okay. Um. Anyway, yeah. So that little uh, spike, not spike, a little basket rack comes back out from the creek. And so I pop my headphones out. <laughs> I start grunting to him just to mess with him, you know, because I'm not going to shoot him. But I just start messing with him. And lo and behold, he comes right to my stand and lick. No, I'm not kidding. And I even texted you guys this. I said, I had just had a little basket rack lick the Evercom off the bottom rung of my stand. I, you can't make that stuff up. Yeah, you can. No, you can't. I, I, would, I can. And that's I had a deer lick the Arby sauce off my stand. Yeah, I believe. You know it. that's a lie because I'm not going to spill. That's Arby's a lie because you haven't had a deer within a hundred yards <laughs> yeah, of your yeah, stand. You don't um, waste it like that. No, yeah. I believe that. I mean, I, so I mean, but, they're they're young and they're they're, they're curious. Dumb. They're dumb. Well, we had yeah. that conversation about since on episode thirty eight or thirty seven, something yeah. like that. Check that out. We talked about Evercom and stuff, and we all said that was the most legit. It's legit. Yeah. That so we I, thought that we had. But, I put yeah. it on the bottom couple of rungs in the stand before I walk up, just because it's a nose level, you know, whatever. So he walks in, licks that, goes to my right. I guess it would be the south. And he kind of disappears. Give it a few minutes, and I hit the doe call. And then I hear something coming back from that direction, and here he comes again. I'm like, dude. <laughs> you get, the, get the hell out of here. <laughs> get gone like, now. That's how that button buck was screwing me all year. Like, it's like, dude, get out of here. You just want to yell at him, throw like a rock few, at him. For like a few seconds, you're getting all pumped because you hear, yeah. he's oh, running yeah. back. Well, he he takes off back to the left, crosses in front of me again. I'm like, thank God, get get out of here, you know. Shoot so, fly. I mean, a few minutes go by, and then I hear another, another deer come from that direction. And he's a... Uh, He's a big two and a half or a small three and a half eight, and he walks right out in front of me, seventeen yards downwind, and just staring me down. Like, man, do I blink? Like, you know, like he's looking at you in the eyes. He's like just like staring straight at me. I swear, deer can see the white on your eyes when you get them close. And they look, I close my eyes and I squint. I a hundred percent believe that. I do believe it. I do. If I I I see a deer looking at me, I close my eyes. Mm -hmm. So. He, I mean, he's just sitting there, you know. He's he's licking his nose, trying to figure out what the heck I am, because mm-hmm. he's straight downwind of me. And I, so I'm checking him out. He's got a split brow time. I'm like, man, a couple years, a couple years, you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah so, or a couple so, weeks and gun season hits. Yeah. <laughs> tomorrow they'll, they'll kill him tomorrow. But I te- I texted Kurt. I said, oh, just just past the just past the small eight, whatever. He's like, oh, you holding out for a big one? I'm like, I know they're in here. I got well, it was cause, just because you're going for your first buck with a bow. That's why I was like, you know, yeah. I just I didn't know. So, but yeah, so you're yeah, right. I'm holding out. I know they're in here. I'm holding out. So he takes off after smelling me for five minutes. He takes off. And then nothing really happened ten minutes later. That's this little eight point that comes back out again, hauling ass out of the woods. And, and behind him, all I see is G2s, man, just walking behind him. The eight that came through earlier, you're saying? Nope. This is the deer right Oh, okay, shooting. okay. I got you. I got you. So he chased him out of something. Out of, and then all I see is G2s walking out, just tall and like, oh, dude, it's going to happen. So he's, I grunted at him to stop him. What time is this, roughly? It's like 4 o'clock, I think. Oh, okay. You keep so you checking your time. watch. Yeah. Now, do That's you wear a watch on your right hand? 
I do. Do you yeah, really? Because I'm right-handed. I never wear a watch, but I, if I would, if I did, I wear it on my right hand. Gotcha. Anyway, deer's <laughs> okay. coming in. So he comes out. I grunt to him to stop him, and he kind of just you know stops and looks my way. And then we, I shared that video, but all that stuff's running through my head. So I, I, I snort wheezed him to the for the first time I've ever snort wheezed ever. I hit my grunt and then you know. The, Mm-hmm. And he kind of stomps his foot. He's getting all aggravated or whatever. So he he kind of keeps walking to where he was going, and then he disappears. I'm like, oh. and that's when that's when I get shaky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying to get around yeah. you, like, oh man, I just screwed it up, you know. <clears throat> but then he comes back out five minutes later. Comes back out. So I, I hit him with a grunt again, and you know. He, he looked interested. <laughs> no. I don't know. I hit him with a grunt, and then he wanted to throw some hands, yeah, or horns, <laughs> or antlers. And then I, and I hit him with a doe, doe call a couple times, and, and he's coming through the CRP, and all I see is antlers. I don't see him. I just, I just see antlers walking. So I'm like trying to. Trying How to hard st- were you looking at those antlers? Were you just like gunning? You were just yeah. staring hard. Pretty hard. Well, I mean, trail cam pr- pictures. I'm just trying to bum, think bum. of you what know, deer is. Who is it? Which yeah. deer is it? Do I know who it is? And Hey, who are you? And so he gets a little close. Identify clo- yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I yelled that out, and he didn't say nothing. So I keep. He's a newbie. Well, yeah. he was a trespasser. He had to die. I keep seeing. <laughs> I keep seeing what looks like a drop tine. And I'm like, oh, dude, that's like my dream deer, you know, mm-hmm. with a drop tine. But I'm like, is it coming out the front? Is I don't, I don't. I can't. He's moving his head. I can't see it. So well, it's hard to see when you're looking when you're looking through one antler. And you see the other one, it looks like they're splits and everything because the tines crossing each other from yeah, one exactly. side to the other. If he's in CRP or whatever. Yeah, it was all messed up. But yeah. I knew he was he was a shooter. I wasn't going to pass him if he came 20 yards or less. So I hit. I remember hitting the doe call one last time, and he turned straight to me. And I'm like, I just put it in my pocket, grab my bow. I don't remember drawing back. <laughs> and And there I am holding you know, I, I remember he put his head behind a bunch of CRP, and then I drew back real fast. And then I held, and I waited for him to come in the spot that I ranged at 20 yards. So he steps out, front front legs step out, and then he stomps his front foot and looks right at me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, dude, this is a horrible shot to take. Yeah. But 20 yards, I'm confident. I know my, my bow is, like, dead nuts on at 20, so. Yeah. Like, do I take it? And all this is running through my head. And there's a you, you. The pressure's on you to make the shot in the heat of the moment, too. Yeah. And everyone that bow hunts that listens to this is going to understand. So, so I'm looking through the peep, looking through the sight, and I see a stick running across the the housing. I'm like, oh man. So in your head, you're like, oh, you got to aim below the stick, you know. So I kind of like aimed a little bit down, but I was aiming towards that little swirl, you know, in their chest. Yeah. And there's a lot of debate on that shot, I guess. But well, I mean, yeah, there is debate. We'll get into that another time. My opinion, I would have went a little higher if you were going to take. Yeah, that well, shot, I was aiming higher, then I saw that dang stick, and then yeah, it messed with my head. You know, could have uh, been a stick bug trying to save that deer. Did you ever consider that? Possibly. Uh, so stick bug. <laughs> you're you're trying to shoot underneath this stick, and, and you just go to squeeze it off. Yeah, with that thumb trigger, trigger all I think is okay, and then. It went yeah. off, and I heard it. 
you know, I heard the swack and then mm-hmm. and I saw blood in, I saw blood instantly under his chest and he ran off the same the same path he went in mm-hmm. and halfway through it he stopped. And I'm like, "Oh, dude, what are you doing? Why are you not <laughs> I hope fall you, down, fall down." Yeah, exactly. You're waiting for that crash. And so and so I hear him like cough and wheeze and and then I see blood. I think see blood coming out of his mouth. It's all, you know, half of it's yeah, a blur. It's a, yeah, you're looking so hard and your adrenaline's rushing. You're not really sure probably what's what going you want to see and then what you don't want to see yeah. all at the same time. Man, so that, that, that is true, I actually. Did, I did hear him cough and I did hear him like, you know, he was struggling. But then what really messed with my head was he walked off. Like he just kept walking. Mm-hmm. He wasn't running. He wasn't staggering. He was just walking. And he's flicking his tail, and I'm like, oh, man. And as he's walking away, I'm like, I know that's like 50 yards. Do I knock another arrow? Do I shoot him again? Or yeah. That's a that's a tough shot, you know, from that's here. But Yeah, for sure. I know I know what you're saying. That runs through your head. You're like, oh, I need to put another arrow in him, whatever. Yeah. But So he, he keeps heading towards the creek, and, and I hit the doe call again. I don't know why I hit the doe call again. <laughs> we stop him to get him, come back, well, and you never shoot know. him again. Yeah. You never know. That big old hole in his chest. Oh, check it out, baby. It's a battle scar. Yeah. Have my babies. They'll be tough like me. You never know what's going through their head. I'm just saying. It I is the rut. I don't think anything was going through his head. I don't think he knew what the hell Well, no, because there so. was no more blood flow going through there, clearly. Right. <laughs> that on his feet. You, so You were hoping. Yeah, I was hoping, but I was pretty scared. So I saw, I saw blood from where he was standing in an opening from his chest all the way down to his belly, you know. And after all of this happened... I'm getting texts from Derek. Yeah. And I'm trying. I just, you actually called me. I checked my phone, had a missed yeah. call from you. But I'm like, right away, I'm like, shit, dude, did you, did you shoot one? Yeah. Because I, I didn't text Big Buck down. I said, Big Buck hit. Because you were on, I mean, not, not sure. sure of the shit. You don't want to like, jinx there's yourself. A, there's a couple of, and right. I remember this text. It was like, you don't text BBD unless you see, yeah. him you see fall. it fall. Yeah. Unless you're Trevor. <laughs> there yeah. was like, there was like, I saw a bunch of deer. I'm pretty sure I hit the big guy. Yeah, he <laughs> I was, was like, the, he hit Ryback. He was a big guy of the group, but yeah, I called Kurt, <laughs> and I, I forgot that you were in the stand. Well, I had my phone on. I would have answered if I, you know what I mean. But I had my phone on like silent, do not disturb, so it, it doesn't notify me on anything. So it doesn't disturb. So it went to voicemail, mm-hmm. and I like hang up, and, and and to my right, I see another deer, another buck standing there where that little first little eight point came in. I'm like trying to figure out which deer that is but i'm so shaken up that this deer took off and i can't see where he went so kurt's like hey i'm in the stand but but call me and just tell me what happened but i can't talk back i'm like i can't i can't call you because there's bucks all around me i don't know so, so anyway deer everywhere. we kind of got to speed up our story because we're uh we suck but uh <laughs> we're just taking our sweet time yeah so kurt's like uh get down just sneak out and we'll we'll be there in a little bit so I grabbed my arrow, took a picture of it, took a picture of the blood that, whatever. So, I'm sitting in my truck from five o'clock. You to sat s- there forever. <laughs> I from five o'clock till seven, like just shaking, man. Like, <laughs> oh man, what happened? How did it go down? I hope I hit him. I- yeah, me and my dad pulled up, met Derek, and then Trevor showed up a little bit later, and uh, walked us all in there, and we found your arrow, and it's CRP. It literally is wide open spaces. Like Dixie Chicks could should do their music video there. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's over your head. First, CRP. we grabbed the arrow, and the arrow looked good. It had blood all the, all on it, and I picked it up 
Because I kept telling Derek, Derek was worried, and you always are when you shoot a buck and you're unsure, my dude, we'll find him. Well, I, I heard him thrashing around the creek and stuff before I got down on those stands, so I'm like, great, he went to the creek. That's the second deer in three weeks that went in the <laughs> creek that I've shot. So. Well, we picked up the arrow, and we were looking at it, and I'm like, man, because you were trying to describe how you hit it. I'm like, man, I don't know. Sounds like you might have hit like one lung and maybe an artery. By the way, the blood's coming out, which and that's what I thought too. Uh huh. And we, we were all looking at it, and the four of us, me and you, my dad and Trevor, and uh, we pick up the arrow, and I'm like, man, it looks like belly hair on the. Uh, yeah, because it was white hair on it. Mm-hmm. I was like, it looks like belly hair on the fletching. I was like, which is probably good because if you went in high, you passed, you just came out at the belly, came out low, and uh, we. We, uh, you wanted to just walk right where you saw him last. Yeah. But I was like, you know, this is a good educational time. You know, let's follow the whole entire blood trail. That way you can analyze the blood. Because if you go find the deer and then go back and find the blood trail, you don't really care as much. Right. But if you're like, go, you're following the blood trail, you have like the in- anticipation of like what's at the end of it. And you're and analyzing study the blood. Tape, yeah. You're studying, blood, blood you're analyzing it. You're seeing how it's laying on the ground where it's at the height of on on all the leaves and grass no i'm I'm glad that we did that it was a rush but i was getting kind of worried there well it started out (laughs) not so good like for the first i mean you know probably not as long as we think because we were going really really slow yeah and we were being really quiet the first 30 yards or so. yeah it was like good blood but it was weird because four feet over there was a spot of blood and then another four foot over there was a spot of blood like what the hell is going on yeah. This is weird. I'm like, he's sp- it's spattering. And it was in that really tall, like, brown CRP weed grass stuff. Yeah, I don't know weird. what it is. But then we started going, and it was like puddles. Yeah, I think after he did that cough that I that I saw him do, it just opened up from there. So Yeah, well, it was me, it was me and Derek were leading, and then my dad and Trevor were behind us, and we were just running – the lead on the blood trail. And basically, it got to that point where it was just we were walking. So yeah. You were running through the sticks, and you were like, whoa, here's a deer. Well, no, not quite like not that. Good. No. But, <laughs> but we got in, and uh, it led all the way up to the creek, like what Derek was saying. And we, we've had good blood for 30 yards now. I mean, it didn't really go that far. No. And you're like, okay, well, we're getting close to the creek. You said you heard him going to the creek. Well, we didn't know if he crossed the creek or if he died in it. So we're walking alongside of it, and I see a log in the water, and I'm like, "There he is!" Oh no, nope. that's not him. I'm sorry, Derek. So there went my emotions. Dick yeah, move. Like, oh, yeah, I thought <laughs> it moved. It just we were in deer body. We were just looking for a body. Yeah. And I look down in there. I'm like, you know, it's brown. It's yep. half in the water. I'm yeah. like, there. I'm like, oh, I caught myself halfway through. I'm like, dude, I'm really sorry. Yeah. So so I I think I was ahead of you, but I had the flashlight and I. Went up the opposite bank and then across the creek and then came back down and then all I saw was main beam just curled in, up in the water in the in the freaking water yeah we had a celebration it was fun we were all excited dude I was hopping around jumping we, around in the we water sat, we sat and high five for a good five minutes probably dude everybody's cool, hand bro. was too numb to drag that deer out so they had to come back and get it the next uh, day it, it didn't <laughs> it didn't feel cold with all that adrenaline going on well yeah we get down on that creek and we're pulling it off you know and we're all shaking your hand high-fiving and hugging and whatever we're like dude that's a nice buck we get down in there i had rubber boots on and trevor had rubber boots on 
you and my dad had just regular boots. Yeah. And Trevor's like, get in the water. You shot yeah. this thing. Who yep. cares if your feet are wet? They're going to have to get wet anyway. Yeah. I'm like, yep, you know what? You're right. So All Trevor's right. in the creek. I step in the creek. Hole in my left boot. Yep. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> but you need a new pair of boots. Trevor's like, yeah. Trevor's like, hey, come down here and see this hole in this thing. I'm like, oh, my God. This is the strangest. The craziest wound I've ever seen. Dude, yeah. It went in and then just sliced his breast. What sliced him? It's a two-inch swacker. <laughs> it looked like when you got a deer, when you split its sternum, and you kind of like pull the sternum open to where you can get all like the the heart. That was exactly what I thought first. Like because it, it's exactly what it. You sent that picture. Hole. He sent mm-hmm. the picture. Why is he sending us a picture of him? Got. Whoa! Wait a minute. Yeah. yeah, it is insane. You can see the entry hole, like a two inch chunk of like just blank where the hide end. Where or I don't know. It's weird. When he sent that picture, though, it almost looked like he did gut it. Yeah. I bet you the cut is oh foot and a half long. Yeah, probably. So 18, that blade 20 was probably like long. a shark spin, just kind of running through him. Yep, yep. It ran through it just like that, like shark spin out the bottom of his so... belly, split him open, bone, sternum, everything, all the way down. So with a schwacker, is that shot really a bad shot to take? I wouldn't recommend <laughs> it again. Uh, yeah, I'd be hard pressed <laughs> to take that shot again. But even but... still, that says a lot because I mean, how many yards away from his stand or from your stand was he? Twenty-one yards. When he oh, shot it. him, or yeah. how, when he died, you mean? Or? Oh, he's twenty-one yards from. So, well, like, when I released the trigger, he was twenty-one yards, but he uh, ran what, not a hundred yards. Yeah, I, I, I've never been. No, out yeah, that's what I mean. How far did he run after he got shot? Yeah, not a hundred yards. But yeah, that that uh, it, it was, was it was awesome, and he's a great deer. Um, we green scored him right around one forty-five. Yep, is what we green scored him at. He just, he's he's really wide, which helps him. Gross. And it was a rough green score because we did it. You know, he's wet and he was slippery and he was, it was the deer. Um, you know, 60 days and then we can do an official uh, measure on him and send it in. And Measure, you mean? Measure. Measure. So you're going to put him in the in the book. Absolutely. He, he'll make the book for sure. Um, obviously, if he's green scoring around 145. Five ish. So I don't, I don't think he'll have that much shrinkage. No. <laughs> oh, sorry. You netted one twenty four. Unfortunately, he was a shower, but not a grower. So, yeah. um, I mean, that's it's awesome. I was that, really that's, happy. That's for you. super cool. You know, um, we plan on drinking some uh, adult beverages that night, and you ruined that. Thank you. Oh, sorry. It's the whole but, point of it, though. You know, that's what I think, I think we, that though. When everyone shoots a buck. They call Kurt first because he's the most excited person about it. Oh yeah, I, I you know, he was probably eh, the the excitement was you probably edged him on excitement a little more because you were the one that actually shot him. But dude, yeah, Kurt well, loves when his friends shoot deer. Like I love if, blood trailing deer. Whenever man. your friends like you got friends that are like you know kind of out west. And then they shoot a deer. Dude, my buddy shot this. My buddy shot this. It's like... Like today, my buddy Jim Burns shot a 205-inch muley in Utah. Yeah. He's, like, more excited than, like, you know, like... Huh. I would like to get Jim in, Jim on for a podcast. I don't know if he'd be down for it, but that guy has some stories, man. He's hunted everything you can hunt. So that's like a three-hour podcast? Yeah, we might have to do, like, a part eight <laughs> series. <laughs> a mini-series. We could do the... Yeah. Dude, that guy's dude, a riot. we could do Jim Burns deer hunting. We could do a whole podcast off his life, probably. Um, 
But yeah, you, Derek, your deer is awesome, man. I was real. I was really, really happy for you. I was glad I held out. Yeah, I think it just I knew we were gonna definitely find worth it. it, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, and just calling Kurt was like a is a calming factor because he's like, no, we'll find it. It's good. You're fine. Well, the way you explained it to me, I'm like, that deer's dead. But I didn't want to tell you that deer's dead. Right. You know, because watch we go it. look for it and then you don't find it because right. you don't ever officially know if you don't see it die if you don't see it fall. There's been better shots. And people not find their yeah, bucks. So. Exactly, exactly. Oh, that's what's awesome about all you guys, though, because like you call them, hey, there's a buck down, and everyone's like, do you need help? Do you need help? Yeah, yeah. for and sure. And I'm all the way over in Iowa. It'd be a 40 minute drive for you guys. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Do you need help tracking it? Or what's going on? Oh, by the way, might I make a correction? Ken Burns. I don't know why I said Jim. It's Jim. Ken Burns baseball. Oh. Ken Burns does some cool documentaries. I, I didn't catch your reference nah, earlier. Then don't worry. It's a Jim Burns. Cool that's my buddy's name. Um, yeah, Ken, but no, Ken I Burn, I like that you guys call me. Like I like that you ask me for help on your blood trail. Like that is a compliment to me. It's good. Yeah, it's good to have other people out there. Well, it's like, dude, uh, yeah. you love it. Like you're like the bloodhound. Like there's nothing more. I think there's nothing more that you enjoy than blood trailing deer. I mean, you know, even if whether it be your own deer or someone else's, like you just love following the the red brick road well, i love I, breaking it down man it's like a, it's same, like a puzzle i'm the same way though i love shooting deer but tracking that deer is probably one of the au- most awesome things that you well, can ever do yeah it's part of the hunt like mark our buddy mark rive he sponsors a show with creative critters if you listen to this you know that if you've never listened before if you made it through creative this episode critters. congratulations <laughs> in Genesee, yeah. um that guy can analyze a blood trail yeah. Like nothing. I, was, I mean, he is literally like, a bloodhound. He knows deer anatomy. Is. That's why. Yeah. You know, and you have to if you're a good taxidermist. You know, he knows everything. Correct. You know where it's just asking about like the jawbone, and he's like, "Oh, that's the Tyrannosaurus reximus uh, bone right there." And that's the speaking of which, we <laughs> all have to mail in our uh, our teeth. Our teeth. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta do that. Um, I did want to want to bring this up. You know, I didn't. Uh, it's not as cool as as Derek's story but um there's been a lot of interesting things happened within the bow hunting world uh matthew's released uh their version of the yep. elite um oh, <laughs> no hold on hold on wait i didn't even catch that i was like wait oh, oh yeah S- six hour has a new range finder the, new one. the six hour no the new matthew's the what is it called the halo I kept calling it the Halo. I know you did. He texted me. He's he like, "Hey, going to going to buy the new Matthews." I'm like, "You are." He's like, "Well, I'm going to check it out." He's yeah. a Matthews. I heard Matthews guy. Did he end up buying it? Well, he's like, "I'll let you know what I think." And I texted. I texted him like a couple hours later. I'm like, "Well, she's sleeping with me tonight." <laughs> like, did you yeah. order it or did you get it already? He's like, "No, it's at home." Really? Hey, so where did you get it from? Uh, he always told me his bow shop was a bow shop in Chillicothe. Really? Um, or Chillicoth. I don't know how you pronounce that. Dude. But anyway. Let's it's ask a, our buddy Jim Tome. We're not friends with Jim Tome. Anyway, it's sure. a nice. That's where he's from. He is? Chillicoth. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. It's right by, right by Peoria, Illinois. It's yeah. a nice bow shop. I've been there before. They carry a lot. So I, I, that's probably where he went, I'm assuming. So, I mean, that's, you know, once you see one improvement, whether they get another, like, trucks. You see one improvement of bow, everybody kind of latches onto that, which is fine. The new Hoyts are out; those are cool looking, and I actually like the concept between the new Hoyts. I'm really excited to shoot the shoot shoot the uh, the Defiant Um, Carbon Defiant. mm -hmm. Yeah, see what it's like. Last time we were up at the Bone Shed, Tim's like, "You want me to set you up one?" 
I'll let you shoot it. <laughs> yeah, he was talking <laughs> like, about the, car- oh, the carbon right. spider, right? Yeah, we're gonna go no, the new one. Hey, if oh, it doesn't, yeah, if it doesn't there. snow, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll be I'll be seeing him on uh, Saturday. We're gonna go hang out. Um, I might swing by there too on my way home then, because I'll be coming back from a class in Chicago. Hey, might as well. Um, but this is on uh, bowhunting.com. So just like the the just uh, this week, I mean, it's just interesting article. So you got that new range finder from Sig Sauer. Uh, introducing mossy oak beard oil just in time for no shave November. That's no, super uh, cool. Did they really do really? that? I, yeah, I want to get to it though. I'm It'll get to what I'm, I want to. Um, new expandable broadheads from Wacom, which is kind of odd. Our buddy Marty Mills is sponsored by him. Oh, is he? Yeah, wilderness athletes, wounded warriors, uh, warriors team up for Veterans Day. There's actually a really cool uh, wilderness athlete puts out some good stuff. There's a Facebook thing I want to post. Like these guys, like take like. You know the wounded warriors and like guys who like just can't hunt and they f- figure out ways like to get him guy out lost there. all his arms and legs they figure out how to rig up a wheelchair with a rifle and let these dudes yeah, hunt yeah that's awesome. that's super cool what my favorite thing that I've read on this when I got the article pulled up eighty year old grandma shoots buck with a bow that a girl that's awesome oh, that yeah. is awesome uh, there there's been pictures like floating around and I got one picture of the, like this lady's like. Dude, she looks like your grandma. Like, you go over to her house, and she slips you money and gets mad when your parents don't feed you. Like, <laughs> did your parents feed you? Yeah, uh, we got McDonald's in the car. That's not enough. You sit down. I'm making you biscuits. You're getting so big and so... How was your sister? I haven't talked to her in years. <laughs> anyway, I'm trailing, but... You need to check out this article. There's a video with it, and... Um, her shooting it? Or like with yeah, the if cover. it's the same one I'm thinking, uh, she went and shot this buck. I mean, he's like a little fork, but so you're 80, you're 80 years old. That's like the like coolest. a 200 inch deer almost. I mean, yeah, if, if you do the and if, the if handicap the on that, <laughs> yeah. If I'm not mistaken, this is the same one. I think I saw this earlier, um, but it's like she shot it, and like her husband just like couldn't make it just because this is how old these people are. Like he just couldn't make it out. Like physically, it's impossible for him to cover cover. But she's out there. Blown away deer and eighty years old. You know how awesome that is. Don't mess with Ethel, man. Yeah. So you got no, you got no excuse. I have absolutely no excuse. There's <laughs> eighty year old ladies. She's like, what What are you doing today? Uh, I, I woke up at eleven, Grandma, and I just I had a few too many beers. What'd you do? Well, let's see. Um, Mildred came over this morning, and her husband's not doing so well. But we went to the <laughs> Salvation Army, and then. You know, Bring we had back a little in. lunch, and then we went to, uh, and then I hung a couple tree stands, and then I, uh, I went to go visit my buddy John, and he's been in the home for a long time. You know, he's pretty old. <laughs> hung and, a couple tree and stands, and when I got home, I checked the trail cams. <laughs> God, that hover, the hover round commercial, yeah. All right, oh, we're getting, yeah, the, the, the quiet cat. hover rounds. <laughs> the quiet cat. Only five grand. That is like the that's no, like more the coolest thing, aren't they? I don't oh. know. Yeah, they're expensive. Dude, I'm telling you, I like if, if 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 I had tons of money just to like blow, like I, I would never feel bad. Like if you gave me like a million dollars, if I had tons tomorrow, of money, I wouldn't buy a quiet cat. No. <laughs> no if, if, if I had a million dollars tomorrow, I'd be like, I'm putting a million dollars into a show. It's nothing but geriatrics shooting deer. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Someone's like, you got a million dollars. What about your future? Uh, don't care. I I am giving you one million dollars. Make a show that I can watch where old people shoot deer. That's all I want to see. There was a one article that guy was like 102 and he just shot a deer with a bow. Oh, I saw that. Really? Yeah. Like a grill compound? Yeah, dude. He, yeah. he could only draw back like three and a half pounds, though. 
<laughs> You're shooting an elite then, right? Yeah, he put the schwacker on, man. That's all you need. Shoot him head on. Yep. There's Kurt's, a, Kurt's dying over here. It's all picture. I've had a long day. Okay, so you didn't have a long day. We're at the end of the episode. If you made it through this episode, you are a fan. And I want to apologize to Derek because this was his shining episode to tell his first buck story. It's all good. And this episode was butchered, butchered all no, the way. No, it wasn't. We Dude, did this not is, talk. This is, Oh, we were so off on everything. No. I want to apologize. If someone listened to this episode for the first time, this episode, they're like, they made it through about 10 minutes and <laughs> shut it off yeah. and said, screw those guys. <laughs> but Derek knows taking that. This is before you cut me off again, taking that. The, what I just said, I can't even remember now. I'm kind of. I just. I don't I don't know, know, I you're out of it. You're out of it. I don't know what to do with my hands. You're sleeping in that chair right now. What I'm saying is, if if you, if you listen, we really appreciate it. Um, do us a favor, share on all social media because the more we get our name out there, it's just going to better us for the guests we can get on, the things we can do, um, the things we can review. It will literally benefit you guys because the more money we have, the more. We're not even saying we're, we're not even away. saying money. Just the more. Well, I'm saying the more people, the bigger of a group of people we can reach out to. It's better. just easier to get things done to make for a better show. And we're we're, we're working on things right now. These episodes right now are during the rut. You know, we're kind of just getting together once a week. It's actually hard to right now. Yeah, it's really tough to get together. Yeah, I mean, the I, last I, few weeks has been hard. Yeah, I mean, we almost had to reschedule this uh, episode, but it's. Um, yeah, it's one of the things. I mean, you know, you just never know. I mean, you know, we decided maybe we we're going to do podcasts on a Friday night, but you know, we're still doing it. It's tough though. Sometimes a big deer gets hit, and I think every every week for the last three weeks, we've almost had. We missed last week. We had to do it a couple of days late, and then every week we've just something comes up, and we're like, "Hey, man, we might have to reschedule." Yeah, but we try to do one once a week, regardless. We don't ever let one go, but. I mean, we're ahead, so people get mad at us when they don't come out on Thursdays. Well, if you, you work, you don't. A lot of guys that work third shift don't have the radio. Uh, so. Josh Gilmore, we see you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> that guy works out of town, man. That dude works on the railroad. That, like that's no joke. Like that dude's working on something. You don't even think that exists anymore. But man, the railroad industry is like huge. Oh yeah. You ever been stuck at a train? Boom. Heck yeah, it's huge. Yeah, <laughs> it's about it's about ninety cars long. Huge. So I'm no, talking we, like, dude, dude. There's guys who are making like nine million dollars a year. Actually, six point eight million, and then their kids are making a fuss on the national news. But yeah, that's beside the point. That's true. But no, we really do appreciate everyone that listens. It means a lot, and you guys will understand that reason. sometimes we get a little loose on our episodes. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but you know, it's, we are. It's gonna, you know, we're in our first year of the podcast. Just give you guys an idea of what's gonna happen. Probably, both season eventually is gonna taper off, and. It's going to get back into, like, the shooting. We're, we'll talk a lot of hunting tactics. We'll get real technical and have um, certain people on that are, like, an expertise in a certain area. Uh, like, you know, moon phase, calling, sense. We'll, we can touch on that and get real into detail. And Both give you that lighthearted, out. joking around feel all at the same time. Um, the the new gear is all getting released right now. Um, we're going to get out and do some. We're hoping we're going to do some sort of, uh, like, mobile um, recording reviews. Maybe at the Bone Shed, we'll go and we'll shoot the new Hoyts and um, the new Elites and um, new Matthews. We'll travel around. Yeah, we'll travel around. Well, around. he already said Elites. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll travel around, um, try out some other products. We do coming up. We have the Trail Cam review that is 
we're in the middle of of season. I you know how many um, times I wish I could review my camera or what I bought. Well, well, we can talk about it. That'll be we a, will. That'll be our our episode. That'll be after. We'll probably do that mid end of December, and there somewhere. Once once we can get those cameras out of the woods, we'll have them all in here, and we'll talk about them. Um, that's just kind of like a really, really, really brief, brief. overlook. Yes an index of what is to come. Um, if you guys have any recommendations, anyone you want to hear on the show, an idea, if you want to be on the show, email us, um, working class bow hunter at Gmail. Um, oh, dot com. <coughs> Whoa. Hey, check hey. us out at working class Also, we finally got PayPal set up. We should have nice. said that from jump street. We'll, we should have. Uh, we'll, we're we'll, off today. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll put that in the, uh, put that in the description. But yeah, if you want to, um, if you want to buy a shirt, sticker, koozie, and we're working on, uh, we're always working on getting new products, but, you know, we're... Uh, we had a request, we had requests for a lot, people trying to order stuff, but we actually got it set up now, so... Yeah, so... Remessage us. Um, we have got, a lot going, we're juggling on rot. The, yeah. the, uh, the Bucketorium right now is getting kind of refurbished mm-hmm. in the, the beginning stages, so the studio is under construction, our brains are under construction, our gear is under construction... And our future table of contents and index for the show is under construction. Yes. That's stay, what, if you want to grow, that's what you got to do. So Stay tuned. That's what we got for this week, guys. We really appreciate you tuning in, like we've been saying for the last freaking 10 minutes. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, the people that uh, we do this for, yeah, we can't spend more than 10 minutes on you because, bleh, you know. Well, only so much you listen to before you get bored. But anyway. Not when I'm say on it. the show. Say it. Good luck to you, Gun Hunters. But all I'm going to say is, go shoot your bow. Later, guys. You'd think, with four of us spread out on a tiny island, that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But, as I've learned, no matter where I've been, whitetails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.